Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first published episode of the Cross Culturish podcast. Before we start, one thing that you should know is that we are very DIY around here at the moment, but rather than waiting for a well polished final product, we decided to embrace our rough edges in production and share this episode with you. We've been recording content throughout quarantine, actually, and this episode was recorded roughly around three months after quarantine started in New York. So, sorry if you hear some production mistakes, sorry for the delay, but we're super pumped that you're listening and we really hope that you enjoy the show. Anyways, Here's episode one, part one. Welcome to Cross Culture-ish. The podcast where nerdy traveler friends talk about everyday cultural experiences. We're learning a lot and want to learn with you. This process is fun and sometimes it's funny. So why not record it? Hello, everyone. Welcome. My name is Marcos. I'll be the host today. I just want to introduce everyone. I'm here with my friend, David. Hello. Aaliyah. Hey there. Sarah. Hey. And Lauren. Hi. I think we should all learn how to say hello in a different language. Or we every should say, week. like, what? I up? mean, I'm, pretty sure, we, I'm want... pretty sure we all can, by the way. <laughs> we don't need to learn. No, but a new one every week. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, that's not bad. I like that. So. How are you all doing? You doing good? I'm as doing good great. as you can be doing yeah, in week seven of lockdown. <laughs> I know. Lockdown. <laughs> Voluntary staying lockdown. at home. You're or voluntarily you, staying well, at home. I feel like the term changes. I don't know. I mean, Lauren, you're a medical professional. You're probably up to date on jargon. And actually, Sarah and David, you guys are readers. <laughs> Marcos, you're smart. Wait, I just <laughs> I don't know. Marcos like, I feel no, I no, I just think like the 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 language or the terminology that I'm supposed to use, it means different things on different websites or in different contexts. So I'm like, am I quarantined because I don't think I'm sick, but I am sheltering in place and I'm like, I don't know. I My just, governor just came out with a we're in phase 2 which is called safer at home. Not safe, oh, safer. Well, we just had a <laughs> Wait, what's phase 1? Phase 2. No, we're in phase 2 though. Oh. We're in phase two. That's what Cuomo said mm. yesterday. Well, we're not in New York, technically. Well, technically, no, but that's the one that I follow and work for. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, we're on whatever so, phase is when the Blue Angels and Thundercats fly over because <laughs> that's tomorrow in DC. So. Tomorrow at noon, y'all. Uh, we had them yesterday. It's great. Colorado has we them, have like, them all the time, time I guess, like, right? Whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So. Actually, to get us started, I wanted to talk about this new segment that I want to introduce called Culture Clash. And one of the things that we talk about normally here is just when two different worldviews or things that maybe are seen differently by two different people uh, come together. And so anyone in the group can tell a story about how they saw a different cultural worldview clash in their everyday life in the last couple of weeks. What was their reaction or the reaction of those involved? How did you say, like, hmm... That's a different way of looking at things, or hmm, I didn't think of things that way. Uh, so I don't know if anyone thought any beforehand, but anyone have any stories to share? I can go first. Go for it. Mine <laughs> comes from a very recent experience, and it's very simple, but it caused me to question different people's values. Oh, I thought you were going to say it caused me to question the fabric of life. <laughs> caused me to question everything. <laughs> Why are we all here? <laughs> That's episode two. Slow down there, Nish. Okay. Well, if you want to find out that, tune in next week. So today I walked to the grocery store. 
Two blocks away is Whole Foods. Not my favorite place to shop, but it's close. I, uh, we live in D.C. D.C. has the now uh, rule that if you go out of the house, if you go into a grocery store, you're supposed to wear a homemade cloth mask. So I decided to put on a cloth mask before I left the house as compared to wearing it down or around my neck and then over my face when I got to the store. So I had to do all that thinking, what type of person am I going to be, a mask on in the street or a mask only when I get into the store? But that's not really what stood out to me. What stood out to me in a very short two-block walk was the people who crossed to the other side of the street versus the folks who stayed and would walk within six feet of one another on a shared Mm -hmm. sidewalk. I don't have any uh, results or takeaways except the simple observation (laughs) that in today's age, there are people who will cross the street uh, and those who don't mind. (laughs) And there's not like a, there's not a type or a form, but it just caused me to really think through what type of person I am. You're a street crosser. Totally. Okay. That's one for street crosser. Anyone else (laughs) venture a guess? I was going to ask, I, th- I feel like you would be a street crosser. If not, if there was a, uh, an opportunity to cross the street, you would make sure that an exact mm. six feet, that is uh, 12 inches times six, which I can't do that math quickly. 72. <laughs> 72. 72. I can't even. <laughs> Lauren, you're the nurse. Sarah and David, you're the readers. We're not the nurse. Marcus and I. I thought it was 72, but I was like, what if I'm wrong and I'm doing this live on it's air? on air. 72. Um, that you would be a 72 inch exact distance from that person. Yeah. Sir, Lauren, do you care to venture a guess before I reveal whether or not I'm a street crosser or a, or a, same cider? I, I think you're a same cider, but I do think you are a get as much distant distance as possible. Um yeah, that's my that's my guess. Yeah, I agree. I think if anything you would cross to the other side of the street when there was maybe more people or where you could not ensure a six mm-hmm. foot True. distance. Okay. Well, I'm pleased to report (laughs) that come to find out in the midst of these trying times, as I was living it out, I am a same sider. I am not, I am not a switcher. And here's why, because while I was thinking through, should I cross to the other side, the person on the same side as me made that effort and it actually felt a little weird. I thought, come on, we could just cross each other here. So I'm going to be, I think, I think going forward, I'm going to be on the same side. Mm. Which a is a small cider. culture clash. It re- it's a value. It's a different, differing values. A small culture clash. I'm going to be a same cider. But do you know what I did do? And this is where Lauren and Sarah get extra bonus points. I did pause and kind of shift to the side when, when people were crossing by me, especially an older woman. Uh, I felt like that was appropriate. Why is she sicker? <laughs> well, ages. No. no, I know. I, was, I, know. I was taking extra care. To pay attention to the more vulnerable populations, folks. Wow. I've read the pamphlets here, so I, <laughs> I didn't sure want have. I didn't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. So, can uh, I just say that I'm a little bit annoyed that you're a same sider because, as someone who shares a household with you, I I naturally am a same sider, but I cross the street. I'm 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 street crosser because I live with you, and so out of respect for you, I have tried to take these. These actions or these precautions to cross 
when you're telling me that you don't take like I'm holding myself to a standard that you're not even holding yourself to. <laughs> You've heard it we here first, folks. The coronavirus changes people. The coronavirus changes people. It just goes to people. show in marriage you just learn things about each other. A man of mystery. Week seven of quarantine, lockdown, shelter in place, physical distancing, and this is what I'm learning about you. I like that Elias said everything. Well, I don't know which one to use. You forgot safer at home. Safer at home. Safer at home. <laughs> and you are a same cider. I don't even know you. But remember, uh-huh. I had my mask on. So there were people that same sided with no mask. I-, I will say, not that I'm not taking this situation seriously. Actually, I have to for work and I have to for a lot of things. But two things I've noticed about myself and my extremely extroverted self. A, whenever I come across a street crosser, I feel offended. (laughs) (laughs) I legit, like, feel like, yo, like, it's fine. Why are you dogging? Yeah. Why are you, like, dodging me? So, A, I feel offended. And B, I... I don't think there's been one time, I don't think this has to do with my extrovertedness, I don't know what this has to do with, there hasn't been one time that I've left the house to go either through the coffee shop or the store or any anywhere that I have not forgotten my face mask. Oh. There has not been one time. I feel like that's just your personality. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Like, one time, like... Down down the block, I like get in the car if I'm going to the grocery store. If I'm like walking, there's a bodega uh, a block away. I'm like halfway down the block, and I'm like, oh man, I need to turn around to find. So Marcos so is someone who walks time. along the street without his. Clearly, he's the same side. You're a same sider. Yeah, exactly. Maskless same side. Bro, no, I put it on. I have my and I even I have, have hung them on the banister at the top of our stairs going to the door outside so that he will not forget them and he still forgets them your wife is an er nurse like i don't know know. how ironic or (laughs) it is though i mean even though we are joking well i'm kind of joking but kind of not we're gonna have to negotiate as soon as this recording's over what we're agreeing to in this household but it is kind of interesting because even walking the dog like there is this you're trying to read somebody really quickly as they're walking towards you, like whether they have an, a dog or a child or they're alone or they're wearing a mask or they're not wearing, like there's all these things that you're thinking through as someone is still a block away. It's like, okay, if they come towards me, like what's my plan of action? Because like you said, Marcos, I don't, I don't want to be a, cro- a street crosser. Like that's offensive. I know. That is offensive. <laughs> but at the same time, if, if I'm walking past someone who prefers and feels safer, like someone who I thought David was, would feel safer <laughs> if I was a street crosser, then I want to respect their wishes and I I want to I want to street cross. So, like, I don't know. Do you guys feel that same like you're thinking through all these filters of what's what do you want me to do? Like, that's kind of what I want to ask the person. Like, what do you want? I feel like no, because if I if I said, what do you want? And and the person he or she would be. No, I'd rather cross the street. (laughs) I mean, I'd I'd let them cross the street, but I would still be offended. Really? Wow. (laughs) I'd be like, what? You don't want to walk on the same sidewalk as me? I would be like, yeah, I get it. Respiratory droplets. That's weird. I was just talking to my cousin about this because we're like on exercise trails because she's been running and same. And there, and we've been talking about the different types of people. There's the ones that are exercising without a mask. There's the ones that are exercising with one. Then there's the ones that 
are like whole families that just don't care that other people exist. And like, really, I think I get actually upset at them because I'm like, you're putting everyone at risk because like they're not providing any ways for you to get around them. And then there's the people that run towards you and then run off the trail and then and like literally I had a woman who didn't have her mask on. She came up to me and then she put her mask on. She walked off the trail and then around. And I got a little offended because I was like, really? You're not putting your mask on until you get to me? Like, there's tons of other people on this thing. Like, I don't know. I felt like I kind of took it personally. But there are different types of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not coughing at people as I walk by them. In fact, actually, I I, (laughs) would... I had to go grocery shopping, and because Lauren's a nurse, like I'm, I'm the one that's going into the, the grocery store, and Lauren stays in the car and just make sure. And I forget one of the trips I had just eaten popcorn right before I went to the grocery store. <laughs> I can see where this popcorn, is going. There was a popcorn kernel stuck in my throat, and I was trying so there's, hard there's not to cough. There's new rules at the grocery store. That's the truth. There, there are new rules, new values on your way there. We, you said, Marcos, we, we like to travel, and we were saying, oh, I can't wait to travel and go on vacation again. There's a lot of new experiences when you leave the door. Maybe we just need a change in perspective. Every day is vacation when you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like visiting a foreign country. That's true. Every day is stepping out of your comfort zone oh, in one absolutely. way or, or another. So I think we've talked about this before, but three, I would say three. Three and a half members of this five-person podcast have been or have played Animal Crossing quite a bit. And I say <laughs> half. <laughs> I say half because Lauren kind of started and it's kind of been dwindled dwindled out. <laughs> it's because she can't work in her way into the rotation. There hasn't been many openings. The controller's been occupied. <laughs> She's not as concerned about fair as obviously the DC household is. Yo, I'm getting those golden roses, okay? So it was funny because there's this character called sahara the rug salesman in the game it's a rug salesman yeah i thought she was a saleswoman so that's what i was gonna talk about actually so lauren why did you think she was a saleswoman because her name is sahara which is ended in a so i think it's a female you know of you right like but i always thought sahara was a guy and because um for me sahara is a he because he's wearing this like vest thing that looked like something in my worldview a guy would wear um so then so i have a discord chat with my gaming friends and so we were talking about it and i said something like oh sahara is in my town let me know i I forget i said something he I, i used the male pronoun um and then Everyone like started making fun of me, saying, "Well, Sahara's a girl," and I was like, "Well, why?" Well, look at her eyelashes. Apparently, yeah. Sahara had, yeah. But camels have long eyelashes to keep the sand away. Both male and female camels have long eyelashes. So I looked it up. I looked it up, and actually, in Japan and Korea, Sahara is actually a boy. I'm sending a picture. But in other in other countries and we can post a picture on our website so you can see what sahara looks like <laughs> but in other countries where the game has been released sahara is a girl now they have not changed any any aspects of the drawing so it's not like they put traditionally male or female I- indicators right like bows or anything which are also cultural mm-hmm. cultural Cues. constructs right like who's to say that 
pink is for yeah. girls, right? Like, that's a cultural construct. But I wanted to see, I don't know if anyone can Google Sahara right now that doesn't know what Sahara looks like. And I wanted to get everyone's thoughts. And is Sahara for you a boy or a girl? I can't you, send the photo. I don't know how to do this. You had texted me, uh, you had texted me the other day. I think you'd started that Discord chat and you had asked me what I thought. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure my first text back to you was, yeah, all of the Animal Crossing characters are pretty non-binary from my perspective. And I've noticed that in the game, they always refer to my character with gender-neutral pronouns. They, yeah. them, their, never he or her. And your character actually can wear any type of clothing they want mm-hmm. or anything like yeah. that as well. Thanks, Lauren, for sharing. Um, I don't know if it works. I, I definitely oh, no, would have called it a guy. I would have said boy, male. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm not alone. It's the vest. Saying, uh, I, it's I mean, the vest. It's the vest, mm-hmm. right? It's the vest. Yeah. No, I, I would. Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, same. It's a. But you, how do you know it was a girl? I think earlier you said it was a girl, or no? Me? Oh, no, no. It was Lauren that said it was a girl. Never mind. Because of the eyelashes. Because and then and my the name other Sahara. friend, which I thought was really interesting, because most of my friends. I think of were, a traveling salesman as male. I know. Isn't that funny? I know. Me, I thought the same thing. And so, like, when I was reading the dialogue in my mind, which Animal Crossing does do kind of like this quasi-racist thing with that character, in my opinion, like the sentence structure, the sentence structure of that character when it talks, it's actually very stereotypical Arabic, you know. Um, oh, yeah, I'm reading like it right now. When you, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, like I'll accept money payment now or stuff like that. Like instead of like, hey, I'll take your money. Like if you if you read it with like a Hollywood accent, you're like, oh, shoot, like this. actually. Yeah, you like, are calling me Sahara for it is the name I have carried for as long as I have carried these rugs. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> but I thought okay. that that was an interesting take. Like, um, I know that Animal Crossing has, I think, made it so that gender the gender depictions like you said uh david are not binary but i guess they didn't do that with the racist (laughs) dialogue very yeah very gender non-binary but the other stereotypes very strong yeah i will say the panda has eastern music playing in her house with a kimono in my in my island oh see for us that's the dragon yeah we got a dragon this week we got it yeah, what's what's the dragon's name? Drago, Drago. Yeah, yeah. They, their house looks like a Chinese food restaurant on the inside, like with the lazy Susan table, everything. There's like cherry <laughs> blossom plants inside. It is a Chinese restaurant, oh. and there's Chinese food on the circle table yeah. that spins. No, what do you think about? It? I mean, is that offensive? I don't oh, know. I see it. I see a picture. Because Corlos, my character in my in my um, island. I can't tell if he's like Portuguese or Latino, but Corlos, because <laughs> Corlos isn't a Spanish name. How I do mean, you spell that? Um, C U R L O S. I mean, there's Carlos, right? But like Cur- Curlos. Curlos, I don't know if it's like Brazilian or Portuguese, right? I don't, I don't know. Um, but when you walk into his house, there's salsa music playing. There is a. Um, it's all party themed. Like he's he ready has for a Mexican party. flag and, colors on him. I know, but Corlos is not well, a I'm name. I'm saying <laughs> like, this is what they Spanish chose name. to portray him as. <laughs> Do you know there's a? They don't shy away from stereotypes. Do you know there's something called a nookopedia? 
Yes, I did. Yeah. That that oh, I didn't know that. That's and it's a, cool. It's a wiki guide to Animal Crossing, and there is an entire wiki page for Curlos. I think it's oh. because he has curls. I That's why like, they called him that. His little horns. And he's a sheep. Curlos. No, he's like he's like yeah. He's, he's reggae. Like I, I see reggae mm, in him. Yeah, but are. when you walk into the but when you walk into his house, it's all like salsa themed, and it's very Latino. Which, but I didn't mind it actually. I kind of liked going into it. I am home. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It did feel so like I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it was just really interesting. I was like, oh, cool. I, was, I, I I'm keeping this guy in my island. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, yeah. This, mm-hmm. I, this is this is bringing up so many deep thoughts for me. Of like, if you walk into my house and there's just like fat americans sitting around watching tv like i'm not offended by that because it's like yeah that's that's my culture i don't know i don't think of it as being like stereotypes right like like you don't want to just reduce an entire culture to one portrayal but at the same time i'm like yeah but we're playing on a desert island with camels and dragons like so i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know it was it was i mean i i get it like yeah i don't know I, i guess if if the portrayal of the Latino character was like not smart or like alcoholic or something like that, the like negative that I, I think I, I would personally be offended. Like, like, I don't know if you remember the old Speedy Gonzalez um, cartoons where like, you yeah. know, like his friends are all drunkards and they speak broken English and they like, have you watched smart. those recently? It's a little troubling. They didn't age well. That's for sure. Yeah. So like I get if, if they're picking out negative aspects of a person, not even a culture of a person and bringing those yeah. out, like and saying that everyone in the culture, then that for me, but like, I don't know the Latino Absolutely. guy liking salsa. Like for me personally, I'm okay with that. But maybe it's because I am likes Latino coconut guy like soda. Salsa, so. Do you like coconut soda, Marcos? <laughs> I love. <coconut laughs> there soda. you go. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, Carlos is the Japanese for Carlos. Oh. So that's how you would. And it is. It, yeah. it comes from the German. The German would be for curl as well. Fact checker Lauren here already. I'm on the Nookopedia. Wow. What does it say about Red, the art dealer? Because he's the only one with slanted eyes. He and is he's, a slime he, ball. I, I find it a little troubling that the only one in the game with very slanted eyes is the uh, I didn't even is notice. the art shady is character. the shady character that lives in a junk boat. <laughs> Is the boatman the boatman that rips you off with fake art? Guys, we are O for oh, two I'm, with the artwork I'm one that we bought. Even after research. Oh no. It's so disheartening when you find out it's fake. Honestly, but today, like the statue of David, who had a book <laughs> under his arm, we're like, okay. Like but he obviously also had a very distinct penis. And I don't know if we want to leave this into yeah. the episode, but I thought for a video game that's rated E for everyone, there was a very obvious penis in my video game this morning which <laughs> i wanted to buy the art just because i figured within a few weeks it was going to be out of the game after enough moms got upset that their kid was buying stone penises in their game yeah, but those same moms are like saving up money to take their kids to be cultured in europe and to see the david, the david yeah. statue in real life yeah. like <laughs> i'm gonna guess that a large majority of kids playing Animal Crossing today will never see the <laughs> David in their lifetime. Pretty sure. 
Over the course of their life, they will there not see it in person. Do you know they have? There's a personality type for all these things, so you can be yeah. cranky, peppy, sisterly, lazy, normal. What is normal? That's them. I did. Snooty. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cranky. Um, you said cranky. Oh, sorry. Jock. Smug. So Carlos is apparently smug. I did. I did think that it is a little um, narrow-minded that there some of the characters can be sisterly, and they're all female characters, and. There's jock characters and they're all boys, but you can't be brotherly or a girl that's sporty. Come on, Nintendo, get it together. Panchito on our island. Our but island they have is a, they have a non-binary camel, so he's male. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's funny because like I can't see Sahara as a woman because of the the filters. filters. Yeah, that's the word. The filters that I have in my mind and yeah, and Ben Sarah, but I don't know. You lived in the Middle East for many years. That thing is like a strong North African stereotype of a male. When I saw that, it was like (laughs) he had his little vest. All he needed was the little hat, but he does have a little bit of like a, it's a he. Like that's what it looks like to me. No female wears that. I mean, I guess unless you're like, what, Jasmine? But she wasn't really the Middle Middle East, so whatever. Agrabah's not in the Middle East? You know. Is Agrabah not real? (laughs) I hate to break this to you, David, but... I thought it was based on a true story. <laughs> of, wait, what? My, my life is changing. Well, pet tigers are a thing because we saw that on Netflix, so yeah. she's got that going pet for tigers. her. tigers. Um, I wanted to switch over, as uh, shift gears, switch over. Shift gears to uh, another segment. We want to call it the bi-weekly obsession. And we say bi-weekly because this podcast right now is bi-weekly. But what are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you obsessed food-wise? I've eaten so much food this quarantine, by the way. Uh, what are you watching? And why do you find it fascinating? Anyone have anything to share? What's your bi-weekly obsession? Um, my bi-weekly obsession has been catching up on all the TV shows that I apparently missed. Like, oh, you haven't seen X show. So now I've just been binging them. So we've currently did, we did all six seasons of Schitt's Creek and yeah, which is excellent. And then we did Community. We just did all six seasons of Community. Oh, ah, that's a throwback. Right? I never Wasn't watched it the first time like around. 10 years and now ago? I've moved on to Parks yeah, and I've never Rec. Seen it. So now I'm in season two of Parks and Rec. Uh, apparently they held a reunion episode via zoom yesterday with all the original cast so i don't hopefully i can catch up and watch that so i'm trying to avoid spoilers um but that's been my um bi-weekly obsession it seems like you're going for the light-hearted 20-minute episode that has some comedic relief yes um yeah heaviness is not the easiest thing to watch a lot of um yeah, that's your 16 hours a day. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So I'd rather not keep doing that. Um, so when I'm off and not at the hospital, it's nice to watch 20-minute fly-through episodes on Netflix um, that just keep going. And of course, I'm always there, Netflix. Stop asking me if I want to continue watching, because of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I was just for the record. Street crosser. For the record, I want to say that the other day, two nights ago, I'm like waking up. I look at my clock. I look, wake up. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. And communities playing on the TV in our bedroom. I have trouble sleeping late at night sometimes. I get stuck in a work, a work uh, rotation, and so I just have trouble falling asleep. And I actually read a book for the first time in a while the other day to try to fall so asleep. I was finishing my book. 
no, I actually just write, read the entire thing in one day and oh, then gotcha. was awake. And so then I put on community to try to help myself fall asleep. And then next thing I knew, I watched like two hours of it. See, most people read gotcha. to fall asleep. No. Lauren I finished like, the book. I had nothing left to read. <laughs> Lauren has to watch TV to fall asleep. That's awesome. <laughs> Who else has a, cult, not a culture class, sorry. Who else has a bi-weekly obsession? So, uh, oh yeah, sorry. I'm eager. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, um... I don't know how to how to set myself up for success here with this one, but you know how they do testing on rats between like, <laughs> will they go for the cocaine or will they go for the sugar? Like they do these sort of like, uh-huh. how addictive is sugar? Wait, in my head, this makes perfect sense. I'm setting myself <laughs> up here. Okay, wait. Okay, set me up again. Pause. No, no, keep going, keep going. This is good. Oh. This is good. Okay, Pause. well... <laughs> okay guys the moral of the story that i'm trying to get to is i'm a wee bit of a sugar addict as you all know i have a sweet tooth i love sweets and treats well this week i had a terrible realization that i had no sugar in my house i was completely out and so i told david i said what like how am i going to satisfy this craving so i go on google and i find this energy ball recipe by the way that podcasters can't see this but she air quoted energy <laughs> ball. well okay because when i read the ingredients you all can decide for yourself if you feel like this would truly give you good energy the ingredients are oats peanut butter honey coconut like coconut flakes chocolate chips what else was it, David? Was that it? That, that was it. Five ingredient and energy. Five ball. ingredients. And then you like make a mash or like a dough and you form balls, freeze them so that they like, you know, kind of stick together. And then you just eat them. Like that's right. Like that, that, that's the only sugar I had in my house was honey. So I'm like, okay, well, like these are going to be good. This is so terrible. I have nowhere to go with this except that, like, well, like. Are they good? Are they not? They're delicious. They're so delicious. They're so tasty. But, like, they don't, first of all, they don't feel very healthy because I put an entire bag of chocolate chips in them. And it's just like, it's like you're eating a peanut butter ball that has, like, a little bit of oats and a little bit of coconut flake. Like, but I eat them for breakfast because I'm like, it's like a granola bar. So I'm just like eating balls of sugar at eight o'clock in the morning with my coffee because I'm like, oh, I have so much energy. I I, I will say my coworker, Dylan, shout out to Dylan, brought those to work or something like that. And they are delicious. And he did say they were healthy, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. So Aaliyah told me she was going to make energy balls, air quotes, energy balls. And then we have them in the house for a few days and she's eating them hand over fist and she's saying so like true. she said something i forget exactly how but oh i'm I, i'm having these energy balls and i said two things one you know it's not healthy <laughs> and second except for oats and a little coconut you basically made homemade reese's <laughs> peanut butter cups and that's Absolutely. all you're eating you're eating peanut butter and chocolate it's just peanut butter and chocolate <laughs> 
but I'm eating them throughout the day. Like that's why when you said you have a biweekly obsession, I'm like, well, I've been eating energy balls for the last two weeks, <laughs> just like one after the other. Oh man! And again, let me just say, homemade Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I'll link. We'll link the recipe on our website. You all can be the judge, but. Was Judge it natural peanut butter, butter or sugar peanut butter? It was natural. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. A little case, bit? It helps oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. That's like the thing. There were a lot of chocolate <laughs> chips in it. And the chocolate chips, like, I don't know if it's that I didn't put enough of something in, but like the chocolate chips kind of fall out. And so then the worst part is after I've eaten my two to three energy balls and I have a spike and a boost in the blood sugar, then I go back to the container and I scoop up all the chocolate <laughs> chips that have fallen out. And then I just like hand fold those down. How much does the recipe call for chocolate chip wise? <laughs> Funny you should ask. I tend to not be a detailed person. Um, I think if I were just making what the website told me to, it would have been one cup. But I tripled the recipe because... Wait, the recipe or the, or the number of chocolate chips? No, I tripled. I tripled the entire recipe. We've had a lot of energy balls. <laughs> it has truly been an obsession because I'm like, well, we got two weeks to eat these babies. So like, let's go. Are they like no, bite I tripled size? The How big are these energy balls? They started out bite size. They ended up, they ended up about fist size no, when I was done. They're not bite size. It takes oh two my to word. three bites to get an energy ball down. I know. And you, and you know what? I'll be honest with all of you. I would make them again. They're a great on-the-go snack. Even though I'm not on the, on the go. go anywhere. I'm just like on the go. As you cross the street. On the go upstairs. I'm a street crosser. <laughs> from couch to desk, from desk to bed, oh, you can man. eat a softball And I have so much energy. I have energy to do all Reese's those things. Cup. Oh, man. <laughs> Try it out. Thanks for that. That was awesome. <laughs> um, I feel like I had a biweekly obsession, but I want to end it there because that was such a good note. <laughs> the rats. The rats that go for the sugar. That's how I tried to start it. I know, I'm still trying to figure out where the cocaine comes into place. Go for the cocaine. Yeah, you, just, know how, guys, you know how I was going through sugar cocaine, withdrawals, right? that's the point. Uh, um awesome. Okay. Well onto our onto our main topic for today. Our name is actually a reflection of your background, your history, your culture. Um, and a lot goes into actual naming. Uh, naming is something that is inherent to creating culture. So experts say that naming is the first act of creating culture, actually, because like you have to be able to classify and separate things and make a difference between a... What's the difference between a lion and an elephant, right? Like, you have to give them names. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and so... We have all heard names that seem unusual or different to us, but it's actually really super interesting um, to know where names come from and, and why. And so just to kind of get started, um, I, I'm not going to give it away, but did anyone here know where their name comes from and, and what it means? No, no one's looked up their name before. Well, I'm a the only well, person. I mean, I, I just know I'm, yeah, I'm a I child feel... of the 80s. My name is Lauren Michelle. Can you get any more 80s? Thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> Sarah, what's uh, your middle my name? My middle name is Alice, which is my great grandmother's name. Family um, member, but my first name yeah. is Hebrew. So Hebrew names are pretty common in our culture. Like David, David is a biblical name. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, yes. Aliyah, where does that come from? Thanks so much for listening. Like I said, we are very DIY around here, and so we are actually going to end our first episode here because we ended up talking a lot in our first couple segments, and we figured, hey, let's turn this into two episodes rather than just having one really long episode where people get bored. So thanks for joining. Hope you laughed a little bit. Hope you thought about things in a different way, and see you next time.